0: On this show, we will be telling you how to build a tiki bar. And get this. We will talk about drinks called Dr. Funk and... Doug, uh, what are you doing? I I was just uh, telling the listeners about the show. Now, Doug, we talked about this. You can't be on the show. You're just a voiceover. So will you please start the show? But I thought I could just start the show. Welcome to Tiki Central Canada... Here are your hosts, Craig and Cam, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe, information? Hey folks, and how are we doing today? Hey, it's Craig at Tiki Central here, and uh, yeah, we're back front of the show here. And I want to introduce, uh, so two people, obviously my co-host Paula, she's back again. Hello, Hi. Paula. How are we doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. I mean, it's still snow outside, you know, and the tiki bar is still wrapped up. But, you know, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. I'm shoveling the snow as I'm going along, so <laughs> then I have a better chance of unwrapping the bar faster. I've good actually idea. thought about getting a blowtorch and just start blowtorching snow. I would love to do that. <laughs>
1: there you go. I posted a little <laughs> meme the other day of that. And oh, I've
0: seen that. Some guy actually cleared off his driveway with a blowtorch. You actually the saw the flame that? floor. He yeah, had the flame floor. Wow, yeah, it was that's cool. awesome. And of course, because we're going to be talking about tiki bars today, we have our tiki bar expert Mark on hand. How are we doing, Mark today? Yeah, we're doing great. Awesome. So, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about tiki bars and how to build them. But of course, as we always start our show, what are we doing today, Paula? We have a drink. Yes. And what drink are we talking about today? So, the drink we're going to be talking about today actually is Dr. Funk Cocktail. (laughs) Uh, Isn't that the coolest name for a cocktail? Dr. Funk. That's that's the weirdest name for a cocktail. I don't know. I'm just saying like Soul Train or something from back in the 70s or something, you know? Or some DJ, you know, like some cool 70s, 80s DJ, like some like the Dr. Johnny Fever of like WKRP or something. That was like one of my favorite. I actually wanted to be DJ just because of him. Oh. She's like, who's Dr. Johnny Fever? Do you know who Dr. Johnny Fever is? No. Debbie Carapy in Cincinnati, the show was basically back in the 70s. Mark, did you ever watch it?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Who did? Oh, you? Yeah.
0: And Me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Apparently she
1: didn't. I wasn't born in
0: the 70s. Well, yeah, but then it was syndicated all through the 80s and 90s.
1: I was in Brazil. And it was
0: about a crazy radio station in Cincinnati. And Dr. Johnny Fever was this crazy guy that basically ran the overnight part of the show
1: or those grandmaster
0: DJs like grand DJ Grandmaster grand whatever on the scratch on the vinyl right yeah uh-huh that's what i it mean it brings back like vinyl days no frick, 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 frick. hey that's pretty good that's pretty good thank you, you go. <laughs> who would have thought i know she's got talent
1: <laughs> that's where you found my talent thank
0: you hey we got to start somewhere right <laughs> okay so are you going to talk about the drink so, actually, the name of this drink actually came from a gentleman who was back in the 1920s, and he was a well-known German-born physician, and his, actually his name is Dr. Bernard Funk. That's his actual last yeah. name, Funk. Thank God he didn't use the Bernard, because I don't think he'd be going very far with that. Dr. Bernard the drink? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that won't be flying off the shelves very soon. Hey,
1: can I have a Dr. Bernard cocktail? Please,
0: cocktail, please. Ew. Thank you. No, Dr. Fonk's definitely way cooler. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he spent 31 years in the South Pacific practicing medicine. Also, too, he's also allegedly known as the inventor of the earlier version of this drink. Uh, so many years doctoring the people of Sam-mo-ya? Samoa. Samoa. Yeah. Samoa. 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 Let's see, that's why mm-hmm. I have co hosts and guests for. They just kind of correct me as I go along. It's like, oh. Anyway, so while we all know most tropical drinks are actually are mostly were created in California tiki bars like Don the Beachcombers and Trader Vic's, this drink actually is based actually out of South Pacific and it was a famous drink in Tahiti. Ooh, yeah, fancy. Yeah, Tahiti. So anyways, the claims of the drink also had effects included was to restore some self-respect for yourself. That's ridiculous. And interest in one surroundings when tiki rum failed. When
1: tahiti I, I know. Rum? Like
0: when, when does rum fail? I I want to know when that happens because it doesn't happen with me. That's for sure. No,
1: what I want to know is how you restore self-respect after well, something Well, I guess failed. if you have
0: enough drinks, you know, you think that you've restored it, but really you haven't. You're probably the guy with, you know, your 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 pants around your kneecaps or, or around your ankle. Sorry. And you're dancing around on the on the bar or something.
1: No, that's just plain ridiculous. Well, Come the, on. The more I drink,
2: the smarter I get.
0: Yeah. That's uh-huh. right. Or the smarter that Mark thinks he's getting. For anyway, yourself. That's like, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, <laughs>
1: but believe me, the others are not thinking <laughs> the same thing. You're, you're and you no, also get more courageous too, right? That's right. right. You're
0: yeah. no Alex Trebek. But okay, anyways.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, we know that. But...
0: It's true. It's like the more rum you have, it's true. Like the more confident you get, no? Yeah. True. And the
1: prettier other girls get too, right? Well, that's a common thing with any liquor. <laughs> it's like
0: any spirit, right? We have
1: a saying <laughs> like that in Brazil, like, she's not ugly, you just didn't drink too much. Ah, uh, you didn't drink enough. Yeah, you, you didn't go. drink you enough. enough. There you yeah. go, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's actually a saying in Brazil. So speaking awful. about, you know, whatever. Speaking about, the, you know, drinking and you know, getting self-confidence, it also is supposed to imparting of courage to live... So, men wore out by doing nothing. So, in other words, it was basically, hey, let's get drunk and I'll sit on a beach and do nothing. That's probably how the beach bum berry came from. Came as from. we knew on the last show, it's not B-U-M-B, it's bum. Yes, as in like the guy that sits on the beach. Yeah, relax. Now I know. So <laughs> There you go. Now, the word doctor actually in the drinks name also for some strange reason, a lot of people thought it was a sort of a prescription
1: like well, kind of is right. <laughs> well, it kind of is you know.
0: <laughs> hey, if it you, cures you, you from all had this a bad stuff. bad day, you need a Doctor Funk. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's right. Well, if it's imparting the courage to live, exactly, it's, it's certainly medicinal.
0: Exactly. There we go. Yes, it definitely has some powers to it for sure. So does it? Does
1: it come with any other names, or is that the only one?
0: The only name. So just like in a couple other drinks we've had in the past on this on a show, it did sort of evolve into different names. So some of the names that came out of it was Doctor Funk of Tahiti. Okay. That one kind of makes sense. Yeah. Mr. Funk. Yeah, I can see that okay, too. Mr. Funk. Dr. Fong. I don't know. Oh, that was probably like somebody saying it wrong. Mispronounced it and came up with Fong instead of Funk, I guess. Yeah, well, that's how rumors start. Rumor start. Well yeah The Chinese telephone Kind of thing yeah, process Yeah exactly What I tell you Then also gets passed on A different way Exactly and different way. Okay. So somebody misunderstood Somebody and uh, there you go. From funk It went to fong. There you go. And then Dr. Wong Again Still same, same thing You got it yeah And then this one's weird Dr. Sam T I'm not quite sure where that came from. And, uh, yeah, I ran out of time for research to so check that one out. But somehow Dr. Sam T was also another name that it was actually named after. But it's good for us to know all these names because then we know it's all the same drink. Exactly. So if you go to the bar and hear any of these names, then you know you're dealing with actually the same drink. Now, the basically, most of the names also evolved into uh, a cinematic supervillain that we all know, Dr. Fun... Sorry, Dr. Fu Manchu. Very good pronunciation. There you go. I got it right the second time, not the first time. Uh, Dr. Fu Manchu. And actually, when I read the research of this, actually, it was a Peter Sellers, uh, one of his first movies he did. Mark, hmm. you've seen this movie, right?
2: Yeah, he plays the villain.
0: He plays the villain. Uh, very cool. So yeah. it's very cool because, I mean, I, as soon as I hear Peter Sellers, all I can think about is Pink Panther. That's the first thing that comes out of my mind. There's another show showy movie he did before Pink Panther. I can't remember what it was. Maybe Mark can like it's like the bachelor party or something like that.
2: Oh, yeah, the party.
0: The party, that was it. There we yeah, go. that, yeah, that yeah, movie
2: yeah. always makes me feel uncomfortable because Why? Well, because he plays this guy that I would kind of was when I was a kid. Oh, right. <laughs> and it's just like, "Oh, I'm reliving my youth again." Oh, crap, I never saw
0: it. Now oh, I now, can't picture now, Mark in you his what? youth. Okay, so we're going to have movie night over here at the house and we're going to watch it.
1: <laughs> I haven't watched any of like I watched Pink Panther but oh. aside from that, no.
2: Yeah. Well, it's about a guy who's completely out of place of where he is in the world.
0: No, so too. But didn't we all kind of go through that in like junior high and high school? I didn't. You didn't go through that at all. We would go to a house party and you kind of felt like you were out of sort. No, I'm not really? outgoing for that. No, no, no. I'm outgoing too. But yeah, there no, was times well, I, would I remember just make and... friends with the mom, the dad, the dog, everyone. Oh, see, yeah, but maybe I don't. know, Maybe it's different in Brazil, but in, I hate to say in Canada. Like in junior high, that's like one of the roughest years. I think if you're, I don't know, for me anyway, my roughest years of school because. Either you were in Or you were out
1: Oh sorry I was always in Mark so were you that's was the why. same process
0: for you Like when you were in junior high were you Either you are in there with a group Or you are out with a group It was like clicks You weren't popular? Oh Well no I was popular with one click But there's other clicks That I wasn't popular with And so if I went to one of their parties I was like the outcast Oh no 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 Yeah
1: yeah 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 I was never the outcast I guess I was I clicked with every There you go Click
0: You're just You're such a nice person You get along with everybody I'm a bitch I'm not nice uh- <laughs> Oh, that's it's not bad. what Norma said. She I'm, says, You're a great person. We you talking? Maybe you guys get along so well. That's one of the reasons why. I don't know. No. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't no, know. Okay, like, yeah. I,
1: <laughs> probably I used to be nicer. I'm not that nice nowadays. Wow.
0: <laughs> that's not what comes across here. But I don't thank understand. you. Yeah, thank yeah. you for the whole nice <laughs> thing. Yeah. That's
2: great. Uh, I was definitely non click.
0: Non click, yeah. In school, um, yeah, there was a click, obviously, that I was with. I mean, I would play football and, and hockey. So those two things I click with. But other than that, I was not. I wasn't like a yuppie. I wasn't a rich kid, and I wasn't, uh, you know, brains Mm. of the operation either. So yeah, (laughs) that came later. That came later. That came later. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, on that note, yes. Um, God,
1: this show can go on forever. (laughs) Did the drink, the Doctor Funk drink? Yes. You we never told us what it is.
0: Oh, the recipe. Yes. Okay, so let's go through one recipe for, for now, and then we'll go over to another one. Of course, we always do more than one recipe on the show. Can I
1: ask you a favor? Yes, Can yes. you say the whole recipe, and then you explain the parts? Okay.
0: Yeah, Thank I, you.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: deal. Okay. Because if I were listening to this, I could have never, ever written down the recipe. Well, it's on the website. Yeah, I know, but what <laughs> if I want to write it down? What if I'm True. old school? okay,
0: okay. Okay, I'll do like Martha Stewart. How's that? Yes, okay, please. Here go. So first, you can start off with three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, and then you can do a half ounce of pomegranate syrup, and then one teaspoon of Pernod, and then you're going to add one and a half ounces of light Puerto Rican rum, and one ounce of club soda. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to shake all that together, except for the club soda, and then add your ice cubes and club soda, stir that, and then pour that in unstrained into a Pilsner glass. And then fill it with more ice. And that's how you make the drink.
1: Okay. So now so. can you please
0: explain. <laughs> yes. Pomegranate syrup first. Yep. So pomegranate syrup is one of those syrups I talked about when you go to a specialty coffee shop. So if you go to a specialty coffee shop for, say, a cream of coconut or auge or lavender, you also will see a pomegranate syrup. So it's not pomegranate juice. There's a difference. And then pomegranate syrup is more concentrated. So you're not it's not something you can just drink. You have to add it to something. Okay. Yeah. Now, can you please explain Pernod? So Pernod actually is a nice, like a licorice-flavored liqueur. But here's a cool thing. So you take Pernod. Now, this is actually an international thing. So if you go to France, okay, France actually the national drink in France is actually called the French milk. And what it actually is is Pernod, half a glass. So when you pour it in, it's like clear, and then you add water. And as soon as you add water to it, it actually turns into this milky juice. And actually, in, especially in Europe and parts of North America, it actually replaced absinthe in the early 1900s, which was actually banned. And that's so when it was banned, then pernod came into play. But why was it banned? So absinthe was actually banned because it has a has a hallucinogenic, which it actually gets from the wormwood that's contained in the liquor. And what that means is that it's more of um not a drunk buzz, but more of a drug sort of. I don't want to say stone buzz or drug buzz, but definitely is more, yeah, it's more skewed more towards, you could be seeing things you normally wouldn't see. You could probably get to feel kind of like out of sorts where you are. It's definitely a powerful drug. and actually doesn't take very much at all to do it. Um, so one of the things actually when you make this drink or you order at the bar, uh, what you're going to see is a water sort of distilled sort of operation piece of equipment It's sort of a big big jar with water in it, and then it has pipes coming out with little taps, like faucets. And what you do is you put your glass underneath there with a slotted spoon that's going to be on top of the glass. And on top of that slotted spoon, you can put a little sugar cube. And so what you do is you dispense the water with the absinthe through the sugar cube, through the slotted spoon, into the glass, and you put as much as you want or as little as you want and then you drink that. And that's mm. one piece of equipment that's still on my list of things to get. Of course it is. <laughs> I want every piece of equipment I can get. Yes, I know. Of course it is. Okay, so whose recipe is this one? So that was actually so that was actually Trader Vic's, or known as Victor Bergeron, his original name. But then Don the Beachcomber actually tweaked the recipe himself to a different kind of uh, formula, where he split the citrus, he added a little bit more sugar to it, He swapped out the dark Jamaican rum, like the Puerto Rican rum, for light rum. So this isn't by any means like a little sweet poolside drink, is it? No, it's definitely not a sweet drink. You're looking more at a tart drink because of the lime juice and the Pernod. And um, the pomegranate. And the pomegranate, yeah, exactly. So that's going to be more of a tart drink. Okay. Exactly, yes.
1: Not for me, then.
0: No, no. So actually, in 1933, when Don opened his first tiki bar, Don the Beachcomber, the Dr. Funk actually was on the menu But however, like I said, Don adopted it and he kind of like lowered the absence and then used light rum instead of the fortified rum. Now, I would rather use the dark Puerto Rican rum than white rum. And the reason why is because white rum or clear rum, like when you see it in the stores, like Bacardi example, it goes through a process where they run it through charcoal and they kind of filtering out some impurities and things like that. Now, the problem is also, too, they're also filtering out the flavor of the rum, and some of the tangents in the rum. Right, Mark, when you talk about that?
2: Absolutely. Indeed.
0: Yeah. So when you get a dark rum, you still get all the, the flavor from the barrel, from the aging process, from the distilling process. But as soon as you get white rum, you're
2: going to wash all that out. It loses a lot of the funk. The funk. So why do you even funk.
1: have light rum? Well, I'm confused things, now.
2: Well, for things like daiquiris, uh, other lighter drinks that you don't want to taste a heavy rum thing,
1: why don't you just change the
2: spirit? Well, because then so, it so tastes like anything. Huh? Should like you if you have, what? Yeah, the, yeah.
0: vodka. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Because if you had a daiquiri, it would just taste like lime. It wouldn't taste like white rum yeah. and lime.
0: Yeah. Oh, so so it's just less flavorful, but it's still. It still has a rum, sugarcane, molasses taste to it. Okay. But it's a lot of it's been washed out with the process of going through the charcoal.
1: What is his recipe? So in the Don end the, the
0: Beachcomber's recipe is one and a half ounces of white rum. A teaspoon of absinthe, again very small amount, half ounce of grenadine, and three quarters of an ounce of lime juice. And this recipe was actually made back in 1953.
1: So what what happened to the pomegranate
2: and the pomegranate, perno?
0: No, 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 perno, no pomegranate, no. Nope.
2: Huh. Well, but pome- the absinthe is it. Pomegranate is grenadine. Oh, okay. But the grenadine that you get in the store, like at Loblaws, uh-huh. that's sugar. It's just sugar. It's sugar based. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Right. So back then, the grenadine would have been pomegranate. pomegranate. Exactly. There
1: you go. See, See you I, I, so I love in that I learn with you guys. This stuff that I will never use, but great. I'm
2: joking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, no, you're going to go to Loblaws. You're yeah, going to yeah. reach for that. And they're going to, no, Craig and Mark said, if I touch that, I'll get burned. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't even know what section to look for that, Mark. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, <laughs> in lo- the sugars? No,
2: it's no, a, no, no, crap. no. See? It's where the um, low alcohol beer is. Oh, or the uh, the
0: bar mixes are, yeah, yeah, yeah. margarita mix. Oh. By the way, never get any those bar mixes. Like pina, pina colada mix, don't get that. Margarita mix, don't get that. Daiquiri mix, don't get that. Make it from scratch. We have the recipes on our website. Please, trust me, it's way better that way.
1: Okay, so <laughs> does this drink have any garnish or special cup? Glassware. Glass, yeah. Sorry. Yeah,
0: so uh, the garnish on it, you could do a sprig of mint seems like a lot of these drinks we talk about have mint as a, the... Well, that's uh, my favorite tropical, part of I the guess. drink yeah, so yeah. far. Well, because also to the smell of it, right? Smell of mint. So mm-hmm. you actually got to get a little bit of that as well. We talked about before, not just the taste of the drink, but the look of the drink and the smell of the drink, right? Uh, but, it
1: would be nice if they had like the pomegranate seeds on it because the pomegranate seeds are actually really pretty.
0: True. Maybe you could do that. Yeah. There you go. Um, but the glass that comes in actually is the iconic Fu Manchu Tiki Bug. Ooh. So the Asian guy with the little mustache.
1: Oh my god, the villain. The villain. I love villains. Another thing that I wanted to talk to you about that I yes. haven't had the opportunity yet. I know I mentioned it to you guys that I um wanted to probably have a tiki bar because Justin loves the whole t- tiki yeah, your stuff. Fiance my he's fiance crazy about yeah. tiki. Yeah, for sure. He you does. told me that, yeah. He wants a tiki bar by any means, but we have no idea whatsoever how to start
0: it. How did you know? <laughs> Because <laughs> you lose know, this conversation. I remember that conversation yeah, we had. Exactly. And you're like, Craig, and like we want to start to get a tiki bar, but how do we go through this process? So then you figured so, you just made Hey, we brought Mark in. Yeah. And Mark is gonna help me break down the process and how to start a tiki bar.
1: Please, please yes, guys yes. help.
0: So let's start with the very first thing, very obvious right off the bar, the bar itself. So Mark, if you want to do your input into this, the bar itself, that's the framework. Where do you go or what suggestions do you have for our listeners?
2: Well, the first thing you probably want to do is decide on what kind of a tiki bar you want. There's two schools. There's the indoor escapism mid-century kind of stuff, or there's the outdoor Florida style, Caribbean style.
1: Wait, hold on. There's there's two different styles of tiki? Yes. Why are they both called tiki then?
2: Well, well <laughs> now that's interesting. The one, The Florida one originally came from the Seminole Indians who ran into the uh, the swamps to, so they wouldn't be slaughtered. Okay. And they started to That's build. That's a pleasant it. thought. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, they started building huts and they used the the, the palm In the swamps. And, yeah. Like okay. In, to live in. And up in just in recent history, they're actually allowed to build these cheeky huts anywhere they want. When the tiki culture in the West Coast and then took over the whole world started, cheeky hut became tiki hut okay right so a lot of people especially when you go to florida they hear the word tiki hut and that's the first thing they think of it's okay. one of those things and that's fair enough yeah when i go to florida i want to sit out and have a bright
0: you need a palm tree have some drinks and away yeah. you go yeah exactly. now
2: on the west coast but evolved from the trader Vic and from the don the beachcomber was a large expanse or a very small expanse escapism this full polynesian mid-century styles with it started off with nautical and then it went to uh more Polynesian type stuff and then kept growing and growing. And finally, when people went to the Polynesian Islands and brought back all these tiki souvenirs, which were souvenirs yeah. of tikis, uh, they started making more and more and more of these things. And they just kept filling up all these bars and suddenly they all had tiki bars.
1: So, so but also it's too, still sunny. it's still sunny in California. Why is it? So, yeah,
0: so I want to interject Inside. into that. So basically what it is is in California, you got to remember, too, the two original inventors of Tiki that came to North America was Donna Beachcomber and Trader Vic. Now, the thing was that when they made their first bars, they were very, very, very poor. So, example, Trader Vic's bar was a shack, actually. It wasn't even a bar. It was a shack. And I think it housed, I think, 12 chairs around the bar, like 12 stools. Uh, Donna Beachcomber's was like a 30-foot by 10-foot, if I remember correctly, the dimensions, so again, very small. So yeah, you're you're inside. You're in a small shack, very contained. And like I think me and Mark have talked about before in certain conversations, me and him have had. You also too were trying to get away from society. You know what I mean? Because then you had the Great Depression, so no one's traveling, no one's going anywhere down south, no one's going to Hawaii, no one's going to any of the Caribbean's. Uh, so you needed that little getaway. Okay, gotcha. So and there's plus,
2: and plus those uh, tiki bars became very high-end as well yeah it was the best places to eat it was the best places to be seen that's pretty and, cool and it was it's like going to disney yeah yeah but with really heavy drinking yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is forbidden in disney mickey, okay. and a, mickey and a buzz okay there we, we go, go. <laughs> okay so
2: now you have to, you have to decide you check around uh the internet and see what kind of tiki bar you want to make well i already know i know okay now okay. you have to know what kind of theme that you'd like okay
0: and there is right. different kinds of themes. Yes, exactly. Okay, so what so, are the themes? Okay, so you can either do the tiki, like the Donna Beachcomber things from around the world, slapped on your hut, or you can do the navy kind of uh, nautical kind of process, or you can do the pirate process. Uh, that was one of the processes I was actually thinking about doing when I made, built my bar. Was actually be about pirates. I love pirates. But you have to sort of stick with it. You can't jump around and do different themes on the same bar. You want to run with one theme and go with it.
1: Yeah, because then it would be like
0: a whole confusion. Carnival, right? Well, it's kind of confusion then. What exactly is going on, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now the next thing is cost. Okay. Right. And um, so
0: let's go low end. So how did you, okay. example, get your bar?
2: My was purchased on Kijiji. Okay. Which is Craigslist in the states. Yeah. I got. Mindless. Yeah. I got a...
1: Uh, you wish. Yeah,
2: this full outdoor set, outdoor like pool bar with stools and the overhead hang, which overhead hang had to go because it, yeah. I, mine's inside. Okay. It's in a three-season porch. Oh, cool. So there's nothing over my head. But I got that really cheap and then I tiki-fied it.
1: Oh, I love I love that word, I tiki-fied, yeah, tiki-fied, tiki-fied it. it.
2: Right, because you just can't have a normal bar. Yeah. It has to be all... Actually, there's a picture of it on the uh, Tiki Central Canada website about us. There's a picture of it there. That's me. Yes,
1: I, me. I saw you in that picture. You actually, <laughs> you actually look very happy in your.
0: Well, that's <laughs> what you are when you're in your cheeky bar. You're very <laughs> right. happy. Yeah,
2: that's right. I, what's the? Uh, <laughs> you're <laughs> in your oasis. Yeah. You know what what mean? was that expression there for the Doctor Funk? Um, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> or you can have it built. There's a number of places that'll build it for you. are okay. Places you can purchase it. Cool.
0: Yeah. So also, there's a couple of other places you can go to. Uh, Wayfair is another one, actually, that uh, you can go there and get a cheap little tiki kind of start kit, whatever. Uh, down the states, there is a network called Do-It-Yourself do it Network. And if you go on their website, they actually have blueprints on how to build a tiki bar. That's super cool. So basically, you just go get the supplies, and then you follow the blueprints and print the tiki bar. There you go. Mm,
1: and then you build it yourself. There you go, exactly. That's now, there, so not happening.
0: Now, if you are little, have a little bit more money, there is some companies that actually that do it will build tiki bars for you. Uh, So we went to the Home and Renovation Show here in Ottawa a couple weeks ago, and so Tiki Hut Paradise is one of them, and Tiki Escape is another one, and actually what they'll do is they'll actually build you a Tiki bar. That's really cool. That's a little pricey, but still, it's pretty cool. When you
1: say pricey, how much is pricey?
0: Uh, So, example, my bar, now that was just a basic structure, I think was five grand. Okay. Yeah, but that's just uh, the roof, the frame and one shelf inside that's it. Oh, so you it. had it built. Not by these guys, but another company called Trois-aux-Sud out of Montreal. Um, again, we took the basic structure and then we modified it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So uh, we'll go through that in another episode, like how to modify once you get the basic structure. The thing I want to go on next on to, though, is like, okay, so now we've got the basic bar mark. How do we decorate it? Like, what are we using to decorate? Where do we get the resources to start this process?
2: Okay. For the actual um, making it look like it's, faux Polynesian or faux Caribbean, however you want to put it. Okay. Uh, you need bamboo. For sure, yeah. Or you, sure. or you yeah. need matting or you need anything that looks tropical. Okay. Right? Whether it's leaves or whatever the uh, overhead hang and that kind of stuff. And there's a number of online places that you can get. I ended up getting uh, my La Hala matting, which I'll explain in a minute. Mm-hmm. Is a, It's a weave, it's a woven mat. That you can either put on your walls or your ceilings.
1: Yeah, it looks, in the in the picture and in the website, it looks yeah. very cozy.
2: That's
0: right. Yeah, actually, if you look at Mark's picture, you actually will see it on the back. Yeah, and yeah. it's really it's cool. Really and you cool. can hang
2: things on it, too. It's a lot easier to hang stuff and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah,
0: because uh, it's just woven. Yeah, you can really right.
1: easily
2: yeah. put something there. The Bamboo poles. I got a lot of my bamboo poles at a dollar store. Really? Yeah.
1: Huh. I would have never thought or that. Or Lowe's or Home Depot.
0: Yeah, but, but you
2: can too. also, a lot of the uh, major nursery slash garden stores have like even larger bamboo poles. Yeah. I got one of my larger bamboo poles at a place called Bamboo Toronto. It's just this side of Toronto, and it's the same people that supplied all the stuff, allegedly, Okay. uh, for the Shameful Tiki in Toronto.
1: Okay. Oh, wow.
2: So they have a lot of good stuff there. But there's also online stuff uh, to get it. There's Lowe's and those kind of things. And in my case, my bar is surrounded by a bamboo curtain that's
1: yeah it's awesome i saw that on yeah
2: and it looks old and it's like 100 years old but it cost me five bucks at a flea market
0: oh
1: my
2: god so
0: flea markets is definitely one of the things want really i try for sure yeah yeah mm, exactly but, exactly yeah but it was only five bucks yeah. the other thing
2: you can do is when you go to the garden stores or lowes you get uh, bamboo fencing
0: oh that's pretty
2: yeah and uh, you put that around the bar
0: that's awesome now you were saying before i mean you talked about it so bamboo actually doesn't bend no. So if you are going to add a piece, example, in your case, on your bar to the front of your bar and you have to sort of bend it, what is the process you did for yours?
2: Well, for mine, I ended up getting a bamboo Toronto. It was actually not bamboo per se. It was a bamboo slat. Mm-hmm. So it's like a two inch wide or five centimeter wide long length of the bar. And so it could bend a bit. Okay. So I screwed that. Yeah, because I
1: was going to say bamboo really doesn't bend after a while. No,
2: No, it does not. After it's dried, it doesn't bend at all. These chairs that you see uh, with all the curvy bamboo that's cut when the bamboo is green, they take little wedges off and make the bend or it's grown that way. Yeah. At any rate. So, yeah. So the bamboo does not bend. Uh, You have to slice it. And we will talk about that in a few minutes. Yep.
0: So, yes, we said flea markets. Another thing um, that I also suggest too, for example, we, we go to it every October here in Ottawa It's called the Third World Bazaar. And what it actually is, is sort of a flea market. What these guys do is that through the year, they go to different parts of the world, Asia, Africa, Fiji, wherever it is, Mexico. And then they collect stuff from those areas of the world and bring it back. And so in October, there's three weekends that they actually do what's called Third World Bazaar. And we get stuff from Fiji. We get stuff from Mexico that we would never be able to get ourselves, obviously. Uh, the other one, too, that you can look on is for, uh, as your friends and family. So, example, you could do the whole Trader Vic thing, right? Where, like, hey, I'll give you money or booze if you, while you're down in the Caribbean, bring me back some sort of artifact. Like now, a souvenir. Like a souvenir or something, exactly, that you can put on your bar. Now, we actually just had this conversation off air, me and Mark. The one thing that you want to emphasize, right, Mark, we talked about was that you obviously you got to be careful because someone might bring back something that you might not like. Ooh. Right. Well, nowadays it's kind of
1: easy though because like somebody could like video call you from the store and be like, yeah. "Okay, these are the options." So yeah. nowadays it's easier.
2: Yeah, but you also have friends will bring you stuff because you now have a tiki bar, they'll bring you something and you just look at it and you go,
0: yeah, that's Ew. not gonna go in my bar. <sighs> yeah, And they expect it too, because the next time they come to visit, they're like, Hey, where's that little box I gave you? Yeah. So maybe have a little cupboard underneath the yeah. bar where or you, you tell collect.
2: them you can tell them and let's say let's say you're building your outdoor Disney Tiki yeah. bar. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm just neat getting Disney stuff. Okay. So if they bring you Disney stuff, yay.
1: Yeah. Right? If they don't nay, yeah. it it's the not going to yeah, be out say, there. Sorry,
0: it doesn't follow the theme that I'm going with. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you just like, put it out there? You uh, be sincere? Like, exactly. oh, this is great. I love it. But it doesn't well, then, go you know, with the theme. You tell them ahead of time. Oh, yeah, okay. Exactly. So one of the things, too, actually in my bar, and uh, just sort of the tiki process, especially with Donna Beachcomber, is that every piece that I have on my bar, uh, it comes from a very new piece, place in the Caribbean or wherever it is, but it also has a story. So every piece on my bar has a story that goes along with it. Did you invent some of the stories? No, no, it's the story, to, like, how we got it, or maybe the story behind <laughs> the item itself, exactly, and how I'm we got it. I'm just joking with yeah, you. <laughs> it's
2: it's obviously the answer is yes, right? He avoided that of one. Of course. Right? I just
0: ducked out of that one real quick, didn't he? He totally you? did. Yeah, hey, you're good. I'm so good at that. I'm really good. Uh-huh. Hey, when you've been married twice, you get really good at ducking out of stuff, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank it you. It becomes an art form, right? Okay. Thank you for the
1: hint. I'm getting married my first time, but Oh, good there to you go. Know. Good to know. Yeah,
0: he'll sidetrack you so many times. I'm the second marriage. You know what I mean? You'll ask him a question that he doesn't want to answer, and he's going to be like, hey, did you get the mail today? He does not do that. He's not crazy at all to do that. No, no, it's going to come through time. It will not come, because (laughs) believe me, I
1: pressure. I pressure, and I'm not satisfied until I have a reasonable, acceptable answer. Okay. i'm telling you i'm a bitch
2: <laughs> wow
1: oh,
0: ask him oh god no you're not, what are you talking about you're so nice i don't get that anyways uh, let's come back to- i'm nice while you're doing what i want yeah
2: <laughs> and then there's outdoor stuff too uh make sure that you're if you're doing it outdoors make sure you stain it properly and protect it
0: oh that's important or oh yeah especially the bamboo because actually i learned that mm-hmm. lesson the hard way and now i'm gonna have to stain my bamboo now yeah it's that, faded and changed color now so yeah that's
2: one of the things from getting it at a dollar store that it's already stained oh and yeah. it only costs a dollar
0: and yeah,
1: it was it actually bamboo dollar. it wasn't yeah, plastic. yeah it's real
0: bamboo wow yeah, yeah. it it's just it's just yep yeah,
1: cheap oh my god you just gotta love the dollarama don't you yeah, yeah that's right huh.
2: and uh i also got stuff from a place um called oceanic arts okay. which we actually visit see our bar is based on our travels Oh, it's okay. a display case for... I would love Same to here. do that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I would yeah. love to. So, so hold on. I have one important question now. This okay. is for real. Yep. So, let's... Because you said I can't go off theme, right? But what if we travel a lot and we also travel to Disney? So, we put a little bit of Disney
0: stuff, yep. but it's like all our travel, including the Disney travels. That doesn't work? No, sure. no. So that would work, work because then what you're going to say is that everything on your bar is from your travels. It's from your adventures and your journeys that you've had through life. Yeah. And that's what mine is.
1: Yeah, because that's that's what I yeah. was...
0: No, totally. That would of exactly work for that, for sure. Envisioning. So,
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, you could have a Disney corner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's nice. Yeah, that's, right? yeah, that's, that's cute. Like yeah. a Disney section over there. Yeah. That's right. Huh. So, that kind of thing. that would work. So, so we, we went to Oceanic Arts and um, I actually ordered stuff from there and then we picked stuff up when we were traveling through.
1: Why? Where is Oceanic Arts?
2: Oceanic Arts is in California. Oh, okay. okay so near, that's far. Very close to LA. But they have online. You can
1: Anything go. nice in San Diego, I'm going to be there in.
2: It's just north of San Diego a couple just, of weeks. Just oh, no, 45 minutes north. Really? Or an hour maybe. Oh, cool. Just take the highway. There okay. you go. Okay. Oh, yeah, you got to go there. You're just going to fall in love with the place. I got a puffer fish from there. That's oh, one of the things no. I want to add. Yeah, a I want to The real one that, that was like. It's a puffer fish. They kill it, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. Blow it up, dry it out. Yeah. Put a light in it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I want to get one of those. It's definitely one of the things on my list. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's we, freaking that, bad. That was a
2: Christmas present. Uh, but you can also get stuff locally at flea markets, dollar stores, and estate sales, where I found a whole bunch of stuff.
0: Well, we also get to talk about wallpaper and backdrops. So what do you think of those? Yeah. Is well, yours is a yeah, kind of backdrop, right?
2: Yeah, because we went to this bamboo Toronto place, and that's where I got the... Um, the matting for the wall. Okay. You can also use that for ceilings. Okay. And then you use the bamboo on the seams. That would look pretty good. Yeah. On wall but, and ceiling. Yeah, it's very much Gilligan's Island type stuff, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. Have you seen cool. Gilligan's Island, right? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: really? <laughs> See, folks, like, here the See, running joke on the show is that Paula hasn't seen any movies or TV shows. That I have. We I have to say something about that, though.
1: Here's Where, the thing. What's like TV in Brazil? Everything else. <laughs>
2: Here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing, though. We actually have most of those movies, but they're called something totally different. When they rename it for Portuguese, yeah. it's definitely not going to be called Gilligan's Island. So sometimes I have seen it, but I don't know. I oh, have. I see. So the title might be different. Because, like, for example, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. That movie. Yes. In Portuguese, it's called an almost perfect nanny.
0: Oh, okay. So, so then, when you so come yeah, to yeah, yeah. to
1: the states or to Canada, you will never know. Powder. Like, okay, I who, get it. who's Mrs. I get Doubtfire? It.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the title's changed. Exactly, okay, okay, so okay. I have no clue. So you probably hope. have seen it, you just don't know. Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's
2: like the, the Bruce Willis series there with the hymn uh, with the cop. I'm trying to remember. Oh, God. Bruce God. Willis? Uh, Die Hard? Die Hard. Yeah. In yeah. Japanese, it's called The Man With No Shoes.
1: Oh, wow. No way. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. And in Portuguese, it's um, Hard to
0: Kill. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> hard to Kill, Man With No Shoes. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's so, a perfect title right there. Let's just call it that. Man to kill with my head and no shoes. Oh, God.
2: Yeah. So if you look That's at a the... a long title yeah. on a tape. Definitely. So we're, Oh, yeah. We were talking about um, backdrops. Backdrops, yeah. yes. Uh, if you look at the photo again, there's the the batik mid-century curtains we found at a flea market. Yeah, those are really cute. Yeah, and that was like 30 bucks. Okay. So, yeah,
0: he's a good shopper. You might want to go shopping with
1: Mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so you you put your, your curtains on... Where the windows yes. of your porch are, I'm well, figuring. Yeah, in
2: our case, the porch is like a three sides of nothing but windows. Okay. So we're trying to block some of the light from yeah. coming in.
1: Okay. So you actually went for the the darker type of tiki?
2: As much as we could. It is a three season oh. porch, so. Okay. Yeah, but
0: see, if you look at my bar, mine's outside, so I'm the I'm like the Florida. Okay, so of we tiki. have
1: a west side one. A and one.
0: Ab- yeah. Well, you. One is white. We're yeah. Marks my enemy now.
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's like hip hop. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Go. Oh god. West coast, East coast. Do not kill each other, please. Okay. Because on the show anyway. Yeah. People
2: assume when the sun, if he ever moves out, um, <laughs> that's what's going to happen to the basement. Oh, but that's right. I, we could call it the Hobbit Tiki. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. He's got yeah. a theme already. There Here we, we go. go. And and he's for already figured
0: out.
1: M- me or people taller than me. We just you know have to. Yeah, there's spots, that down. You,
2: there's spots that you could stand.
0: And by the way, actually, Thank Mark you. made a good point. I appreciate that. Name your bar. So my yes. example is called the Robin's Nest. And so we did have a name for it for the longest time. And then what actually happened was that in our neighborhood, robins were making nests in everyone's yard. And so we came to the Tiki Bar in the spring, and there was already a Robin's Nest up there with three eggs. And we, nurtured, we sat there and watched these babies hatch out of the eggs and then take off and leave. So my neighbor, actually, his eggs never hatched. So what we did is we sprayed those with silicone and sprayed the nests that I have in my, my bar and put the, the eggs in there. And so when you come to my bar, there actually is a mirror. If you look up on the ceiling, there's a mirror that reflects and shows the robin's nest. Oh, no. You're And that's what the serious? bar is called, the robin's nest.
1: That's adorable. Yeah. What's yours called? Well, the
2: working title right now is um, Drift Away.
1: What do you uh, mean, the working title?
2: Well, because Linda wants was something more Polynesian in a name. Okay. But uh, the drift away kind of concept is it's to get rid of winter. Okay. That's, of winter. Sure, that's a good thing up here in the yes, county. exactly yeah. Plus it's, it's mostly white. Okay. So that's part of the drift. And then as you get from one end to the other, the drift goes away and then you have the dark end of the bar. Oh, oh there you cool. go. Good,
0: that's a good call. I like that. Yeah. That's a cool name. Cool name for sure. I don't know. I, oh, crap. There's a that's lot to do. There's a lot to do. But you know, this is just like sort of the, the icing on the cake. We've still got lots to cover. On the next episode, we talk about the ticket bar. And what we're gonna do in that segment, we're gonna talk about music. We're gonna talk about some lighting, and we're also gonna talk about some bar equipment that you need behind your bar, be it high end or low end. I'm also on the high end because I'm a bartender, so I've got stuff like speed rails and a margarita mix machine and things like that, a fridge and stuff like this. So and you
1: want to get the absinthe thing too? Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, I want to have more tools. Uh, so yes, yeah, so we'll do that uh, next month when we talk more about how to build a tiki bar. And some of the elements that you need to make it a perfect oasis. Mm. That's All right. right. There just go.
2: A couple of things are probably just remembering as we go along here. Uh, for the bamboo, splitting bamboo. Oh, know, yes. We, I'm we, sorry. I forgot yeah. to ask. About yeah. You didn't mention that. Uh, there's a little tool that you can buy. It's really cheap. It's a, You don't I,
1: it, use the machete? No.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah, please don't put a machete in your hand. <laughs> That's right.
1: No, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Thank for God. the life of me. But <laughs> yeah. I
0: see the guys like in Brazil cutting them with exactly. machetes. yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: You can get a... As if it were nothing, really. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, they do it all the time, right? Yeah. yeah. So and anyway, the
2: tool... Yes. The tool is a, called a linoleum cutter. Ooh. And it's little hooked knife. Oh. Uh, a little yellow handle. It's uh, There's only a few of the makers out there. And it's really cheap, and you can get them at any of the good hardware stores. Oh, cool. And uh, what you use that, a little tiny hammer, and you can just literally split the bamboo right down the middle. Yeah. I will half.
1: never do that. I cut myself with a bread knife. Yeah, well, i cutting <laughs> bread. I kid you not. I don't know if it's because well, I'm left-handed if, or because
2: I'm just an elephant in a china room. But oh.
0: uh, So you get Justin to do that job. Yeah. There we go. We'll give that to Justin. There I'm we go. Handed.
2: Do a lot of the stuff that you can yourself. It's a lot of fun, and you learn how to do crafting and all that kind of stuff, and you make all kinds of mistakes, and you get all dirty, and you're more proud of it.
0: What's your True. bar? Yeah. It's, it's not someone who made it for you. I'll tell you. him to do
1: that. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's fair I'll enough. I'll make sure he does that. And um, I'll coordinate.
2: And so right now, a whole bunch of people in the city saying, "Oh, I don't have a router and I don't have this. A uh, really great thing in this city is called the Ottawa Tool Library.
0: What? Yeah, yes, so explain what this is exactly.
2: Okay, annual fee and you get to borrow their tools. Oh. <gasps>
1: Do you get to borrow the person that comes use the tool too? No, but there there's there is help. Some guy, you know,
0: hot, sweaty guy with no shirt on and no, tool. Belt, I don't even so need uh,
1: he can be fat and ugly whoa, and short. Hey, I don't why? care. <laughs> I don't care as long as he builds stuff for me because yeah. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. So so
0: yeah. in some ways Mark, this is like sort of like a library for library with books, but this is actually a tools instead. That That's is right.
2: super cool. So in my case I had to do a lot of gluing. So I needed many clamps. Okay. Many long clamps. And I wasn't going to go out and spend a fortune on clamps I'm only going to use once.
1: That, that's fair enough, yeah. So you go paid for the clamps
2: right there. And also I needed this thing called an impact driver uh, to put stuff in my stucco wall. <laughs> and I'm not going to go out and spend that just for that one purpose and how much is the annual fee is it worth 30 30 bucks oh my god it's
1: totally
0: worth it it's less than one one tool tool. yeah
1: (gasps) that's fantastic there you go
0: there's a tip there for all the people that's a great tip if you're not if you're not from ottawa just check out your your local area i'm sure there's something in the same kind of caliber
2: so so now now your job your job then okay is to now look at all the kind of tiki stuff that you can build on your own yeah and tell someone to do it for you. Exactly. It's Justin. That's Justin. I, I'm, yeah. I
1: agree. Yeah. I, I'm just going to be coordinating like, okay, this should well, go you're the there. you the decorator. Yeah. 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 Well, he's better than me at that too.
0: No, no. Like, for example, like, so I do the building and Norma does the decorating. So every time we get an item and every time we go on these trips every year, we always get one thing for the bar. And so then she always looks at me like, where are we going to put that? I'm like, trust me, I know you. You'll sit out there, you'll sit there for half a day and eventually figure out the perfect spot to so put something. So how, how do you actually do it to buy just one item? Well, because what it is is that we have a tradition. So everywhere we go, we always buy one item What if you find it is. two items that you like or three? Yeah, so example, on this last trip, we went to Carousel. We've actually found two driftwood signs with douchey, which means like sweet or kind of um, beautiful. And so those are going to go in a bar and we'll find a spot. Trust me, she'll find a spot for them, guaranteed. Did you know? I did not. Uh well, okay, so one of the things, actually, that also started the Tiki back in the 1940s was a novel called Tales of the South Pacific, and it was written by James A. Michener, uh, about, basically about the Pacific campaign of World War II. And so the stories that actually, that's in his book that he wrote, the novel he wrote, was actually based on observations he had that he collected while he was stationed as a lieutenant commander in the U.S. Navy on the island of, and what is that? Espírito Santo. Thank you. See, this is why I have a Brazilian uh, co-host. I've learned this past. works <laughs> we really well in my favor.
1: We have a city in Brazil called that. It's, it's the equivalent of Holy Ghost here.
0: Ah, so that would actually be the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, I learned... Word by word, it's I the did saint know. spirit. There we go.
1: I learned something Espírito new. Espírito is spirit. Yes. Santo is saint. Oh, very so cool. So it's like the saint
0: spirit. Now, what the cool thing about it, actually, is that the novel eventually turned into a 1958 movie called South Pacific. It was kind of a musical... And actually, then became a famous Broadway musical that we see all the time now, like in New York and in LA and stuff like that. But what's cool about it is actually my research is that one of the major act main actors in the movie is Ray Walston. Now, Ray Walston actually was Mr. Hand in Fast Times at Richmond High. So, if you've ever watched Fast Times at Richmond High, and I think Mark, you have, right? Fast Times yes. at Richmond High, I think everyone who grew up in the 80s and 90s for sure saw it. And so in the no, movie Fast Times Richmond High, Mystic, well, other than Paula, <laughs> uh, maybe it has a ridiculous we talk name. About, you're not going to know.
1: Maybe it has just a ridiculous name in Brazil, and I don't know. I don't know what the
0: translation that would yeah, be. Yeah, me neither. Richmond van Speedy. No, no, uh, we don't even use uh, uh, names. Uh, actually, yeah. So he was Mister Hand, and then also too, you, you mentioned in a conversation you had, he was also another character you know.
2: Yes, my favorite Martian. He there was the go. Martian. That he one is I the know. He's Martian.
0: Oh, actually, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And there, there you, you go. go. I have never seen something like that. I know. So, yeah. So, it was really cool to see that, actually, that he was one of the major characters in this musical, South Pacific, and actually, I, I can't wait to actually see the movie. Well, oh, you can't um, miss
2: him. He's all over the place, and he's got this big ship tattoo on his belly.
0: <gasps> oh, that's awful.
2: Yeah, yeah it's pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, pretty awful at <laughs> the time. Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: <laughs> because don't forget, back then, when if you had a tattoo... And you're in the Navy, it would be like an anchor or uh, what was the other ones? You know, crossbones, things like that would be on your arms, right? Like that was a show that you were a part of the Navy. Yeah, Popeye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was like a, so there's some cool uh, little did you know facts that uh, talk about Tiki and uh, some of the movies and books that are written about it. I love it. Very cool. So let's just tell everybody who we are. We are www.tikicentralcanada.ca. And on there you'll see, actually now Mark's got a page now. and yes and on his page actually if you go on his page it's really cool there's all the links to all the bars he's talked about in the past and also too we're going to put some more information on his page about what we just talked about uh, some sort of tips and tricks of tiki bars Paula's on there as well on our main page and also on about uh, you and she's all smiles like hey I'm on on the internet it's me (laughs) Uh, also too all our episodes are on air so if you want to go through our library recipes are also on there so hey it's coming summertime. Let's make some summer drinks, right? Yeah. For sure. And also, too, so very, 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 very important, uh, our subscribe page. We are, have no commercials. So there's no branding or uh, sponsors of our shows. That's the way I like it. I like that there's no commercials in our show. So please do subscribe. Please click the icon to subscribe. There's all kinds of outputs. There's an iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, any way or format you want to do it in. Just subscribe so then you can keep us going. Other than that, uh, anything for you guys? Was it a pretty informative show? Oh God, I learned. I think you learned a, a lot. lot. Yeah, I think every episode you're learning more and more. I am. And more as you I'm almost along. wanting
1: to drink.
0: No. Wait, wait! You did at the Made with Love I, competition. I did a lot. Uh, yeah. I'm not doing that again. That know, was she hard. Really? It was hard to get home. Oh, she was looking in bad shape there. Yeah,
2: I was. <laughs> I was getting ready for round two. Going oh God! Oh she did no. round two.
0: Oh no, she did
1: round huh. two. No, yeah. no, no! That's not fair. I did. I did half of
0: half half a round and a then and then half. Okay, and then the half. Okay, now, I, gotcha. I would have.
1: Pff, I would have passed out immediately if I had done round one completely. The eighteen well,
0: guys. here's the funny. So then we do Made with Love. She goes out and gets the rounds. I'm maintaining the booth. And guess what? She Here, Craig, I've got three cocktails for you. Here you go. Because I, I would take own...
1: a sip. I didn't really
0: like it. And then I would give it to him. Oh, <laughs> well,
2: like, my problem was Linda goes, Oh, that's horrible. You drink it. And huh? you, that yeah. was my Craig. <laughs> okay. That's, ew, ew. yeah
1: <laughs> that's what i did i was like okay craig i brought you this one like i already and then took after a drink sip,
0: yeah you want... know it was like it was funny so she'd bring it to me and she wouldn't tell me she didn't like it and then i'd sip and she's oh by the way i didn't like that one <laughs> well like thanks for informing me because maybe i don't like it either now <laughs> <But> <laughs>
1: oh you're such a copycat no, you're supposed to have some, your own opinion.
0: there were some good ones for sure there yeah yeah for sure the one that i liked was the public's choice award oh ah, that was there you my go. favorite there you go yeah yeah the, he had okay, a bunch so of fruits booth, there. It's not that booth.
2: Because oh, oh, yeah. there was no food by the time I got there. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah it's yeah. the last one that yeah, you... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was fruits. He had a lot of fruits. But it was... Um, that was a very good cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my favorite. He won the the people choice.
0: On that note, <laughs> like hour two of our show today. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Anyway, folks, we're going to go make some drinks and we'll talk to you next time. See you later. Bye. 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 Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys,
2: where's my drink?